morning. All right, welcome back to Juice in the Morning. We've got Crave Hannah or Hannah Craven Woo-hoo. with us. We also are joined again by Shane. Thanks for coming back to the show, man. Appreciate it, guys. It's good to have you guys here. Um, we've already talked about a lot of stuff, so hopefully we still have some stuff to talk about on the podcast. Um, I think that uh, I, I really appreciate everybody that's downloaded, subscribed, and reviewed. The podcast is getting a lot of reviews and getting a lot of traction, and just keep doing that. Um, you guys can always interact with me on Facebook. Just search in the search bar for Juice in the Morning. Um, we're on Twitter at Juice in the AM. Hannah's at Crave Hannah on all social media. And then Shane, do you uh, want to promote your social media? Uh, yeah, it's uh, Shane <laughs> underscore Uriah. U R I A H. That's His my middle name. Middle name. Yeah. All right. Oh, cool. And uh, I'm going to turn that up a little bit. And um, so basically, this episode is going to be kind of just like a random slew of topics. There's there's a couple of things that I've been uh, thinking about quite a bit, and I've wanted to bring them up, but I just never seem to find the uh, right moment. And I also forget about it because they're in they're in my notes in my phone. And um, so, and then also partway through the episode, we will be calling into the Van Tucky Fried Chicken podcast. It's not Fried Chicken; it's just the Van Tucky Fried podcast. I always mess up names. We were talking about that beforehand as well. Um, But we're going to be calling in, talking to them. They're going to ask us kind of how we got started with podcasting. Shane will be able to weigh in because you're kind of, you know, you're in the beginning right now. So very new. it's uh, it's going to be exciting. It's fun. It's fun to talk to other people. They're in Vancouver. So, like, I mean, if we can get some reach out there, that's kind of cool. They're going to say a boot like a lot. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I feel like when I listen to them, they they didn't have very – region specific accents it's gonna be like bobby's world you remember hey there don't you know (laughs) (laughs) sorry (laughs) sorry very sorry Sorry. (laughs) yeah i hope they don't get offended by that but that's okay (laughs) i love going to hockey games and just talking shit to leaf fans (laughs) (laughs) so one of the first things that i wanted to kind of talk about is and i've never gotten a chance to bring it up on the podcast which is i think that I'm trying to figure out, is it just me or is getting older things starting to be like not as exciting? So, for example, the my first example is like Christmas. Like when I was a kid growing up, I was super excited for Christmas Day. Like I couldn't wait. I wanted to get up. I was up at like 435 o'clock in the morning waiting for my family to get up or trying to wake them up because um, I was excited about giving gifts, getting gifts, opening stuff and just seeing what I got and seeing how, you know, how exciting it was going to be and just eating the food. My mom always made a great breakfast on Christmas day. It was awesome. Biscuits and gravy, that kind of stuff. Now, now this, like it's, I'm excited about hanging out with family, but the rest of it seems like a hassle and it seems like it's just a problem. And it's always like, I gotta, I gotta go, I gotta go do something. And I would rather just spend this time off just chilling. So do you guys feel like, it's a normal thing or do you think it's just do you think it might be just me not be, me being a uh, negative nancy i mean yeah i feel like the the stress and everything kind of go, starts going on you like you know your parents are just stressed out when you're younger like you know making sure like everything's perfect and making like bringing all the stuff together but then that starts to transfer responsibility on you so you're like yeah 
why am I so stressed? <laughs> I think it's a big responsibility thing. Yeah. When you get older, you have res- more responsibility. When you're a kid, you just kind of get to enjoy those things and enjoy the food, enjoy mm-hmm. the presents. And, yeah. you, and you still believe in Santa. So. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> no, I, I still I still believe in uh, the, the jolly fat man. Yeah, I was going to say, Santa's not real. <laughs> my parents still, to this day. Do like, they write Santa on yes, your gifts? And like the youngest person <laughs> in my family is 21, almost like. <laughs> Nope. <laughs> my dad does that too, and he thinks it's hilarious. Yeah. My parents used to call me the Kim Kardashian of our family because I was like having meltdowns about everything, and so they write Kim K on my gifts. I'm like, okay, mom, funny, funny, funny. I don't know that that could go into a uh, really weird place. Though. True. Like, where's Ray J's gifts? <laughs> <laughs> so, so as a dad, has it like, has it revitalized that at all for you, Shane? Yeah. So my dad's always been a big part of my life. So like. When I just want to be like that. So, like, uh, I just kind of want her to, you know, form some kind of, like, traditions and do mm-hmm. things. that Because that's what was always important to me. My dad had traditions, and we did all this fun stuff, and he would put cookies out. And he, oh. like, even, like, broke some lights that were by the chimney one year. Like, oh, wow. Oh, Santa came down the chimney. Badass broke And I was, like, I was, like, super, like, no way. <laughs> and then, so so yeah so I want to kind of do those things for my daughter and make it really important to her so she has the same kind of memories that I have traditions important I think I think that's the most important thing like not the emphasis on like the presents and everything even though they're awesome but See, like, tradition is what like makes it so memorable and awesome I've always been like the person that's super excited to give the gift more than I've been excited about getting gifts mm-hmm. and it's 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 a problem though because like with my wife when I buy her something for like Christmas or or a birthday, I really just like want to give it to her, tell her what it is, right, then. <laughs> and, and like, and and I always ruin it. Like literally, like two or three days before, I'm like, okay, I got to give it to you. And like, I'm the same exactly. <laughs> I so my girlfriend's uh, birthday's coming up, and we're going to see uh, Tom Segura. Oh, nice! Yeah, and he's hilarious. Yeah, and we both love her. So what I'm gonna, I was like, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna tell her. I'm not gonna tell her. And then. I just like I told my mom I was like mom I got in front of my girlfriend I go I got those comedy tickets that I was telling you about she's like oh to Tom Segura and I was like <laughs> yeah mom yeah yep. killed it <laughs> literally uh, so and then also like I'm I'm really frustrated because I wanted to get her okay just a few months back we we moved in the last year and a half and um, we've always had a Super Nintendo and. It was on its last leg for quite a while. Like I'm talking like you move that thing and it like rattles. So there's like something going on. Like there's something probably broken in it, but it still worked. Um, So we went to get it out a couple months ago, tried to start it, wouldn't power on, wouldn't do anything. So I kind of just told Jen, I was like, I guess it's, I guess it's done. And then later on in a couple weeks from there, I saw an article that said they're going to release a Super Nintendo classic, just like the NES classic, the Nintendo Entertainment Center System classic. So in my mind, I'm like, I'm going to get her that for Christmas. Like, that's going to be her Christmas gift. And so then I'm, I'm, you know, I get on Amazon. I set the alert. Let me know when this is available to buy because it was like not in stock or whatever. Didn't get an didn't get an email, didn't get a message, and now and now it's sold out. So I want to say fuck Amazon yeah. unless unless they want to sponsor the podcast, then maybe maybe we'll <laughs> we do need something. A new sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, I just want to say fuck them because clearly their technology isn't working because I never got an alert. And then everybody that doesn't give a shit about the actual system 
bought them up and now wants to sell them for twice the price. So once again, it goes back to why is everybody sucking the fun out of all of life? Like, like yeah, I just want to enjoy a Super Nintendo, but now they want to charge me to double the price. So well, also, not fair. Also with Amazon, I'll order something and then be like, it'll be September and they'll be like, expect this in November. And I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, tricked by China from? once again. But if you pay for Amazon Prime, you'll get it tomorrow. And it's, it's sad because I, I spend like... <laughs> an ungodly amount on Amazon stuff and I'm like no I'm not getting Prime <laughs> like you're kind of giving like a middle finger to Amazon yeah. like I'm not gonna I I'm have not to falling. wait for it wait for it to come from a different planet Prime now, <laughs> Prime now is a game changer the app that literally can have it delivered to your desk within like six hours like. yeah I saw this uh, I saw on Amazon when I was looking at all this stuff they have buttons that you can literally like it's just set up to where you run low on your laundry detergent you press the button and it orders it for you. Yeah. Also, fuck Amazon because <laughs> you know, I'm not done. I'm not done. Yeah. <laughs> no, awesome. Well, you got me going. Yeah. Oh, I'm good. No, I like they'll, it. they'll like I'll be looking at my Instagram and this this little ad will pop up like like I was looking at these shoes on uh, Amazon and yeah. they're like I don't know yeah, what they, they're doing. They, yeah. yeah, they pay for like ad space on the Amazon. So it oh, I know because it, then it's like those shoes are haunting. It's like oh, and why? they show you everything you want. Oh, they yeah. come in red. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh oh! Just in case you're feeling fancy. Right. Yeah, the the mic I actually because I purchased another mic that's going to be here um, in a couple of days. Once again, there there was there was with Amazon Prime you could have this by October first, and then there was um, like the same timeline of shipping, but it was like fifty six dollars. So it would have like taken my order from like eighty to like a hundred and something dollars. And um, I was like, man, they just really get you with that because like in my mind, I'm like, man, I pay ninety nine dollars. That pays for itself in two orders. Like I, <laughs> I don't know. I'm kind of cool with this karaoke mic. <laughs> <laughs> Real quick, one thing we have to address. Like I totally forgot. I one of our one of our followers has been blowing me up about mm -hmm. that episode where we talked about uh, cheap vodka. Yeah, we're talking about Kamchat. He's like, he wanted. He just said, "Don't you dare." talk bad about apple school <laughs> and he's actually the one that i first ever had apple school with he's like it's a life change he still drinks it i just i can't get behind flavored alcohol like i'm, I'm sorry, just not Blake. anything that comes in a plastic yeah. a i'm down for the i'm down for the skull i just can't i just can't do the flavor the do flavored apple. man it just makes me want to throw up thinking you, about it we, i was just talking about, about this, apple it, crown oh that's pretty good still <laughs> gross nope do you remember tattoo Made, yeah, made by uh, that was awful. That was like Ed Hardy, oh, wasn't it? Oh my yes, <laughs> Bobby Bottle Service. <laughs> no, but I had this very fond memory of it because people, I remember like, oh, we're gonna get this tattoo. It's this new stuff, and then somebody puked it up, and it was just straight like black. Oh, so <laughs> gross. I was like, what's wrong with your? I think insides? I think I've seen that before. Like when as four well. logos were killing people. Oh my god. <laughs> I, I think Four Loco was a that was a good drink though. Like I enjoyed yeah. it. It's still like I feel like they completely reformulated it because they didn't want to be sued. But like, yeah, they didn't want people to die from they're it. They're still like I feel like they're disgusting, but they just get you drunk. <laughs> You're just like, oh yeah, I can't wait. I, I told this I told this story on um, Bumming with Bobcat. I was a guest on his podcast, and uh, <laughs> basically what I used to do was um, <laughs> there's a. Uh, a thing that you can do in college where you donate and you can donate plasma and you can get paid for it. And so what I would do is, is I would donate my plasma, get like 40 bucks, go buy two, four locos, some fast food, 
go home. Be ready. <laughs> drink both the Four Locos and eat my fast food and then go out for the night and just not remember most of my night. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it was just a solid setup. Like, I had a lot of good times doing that. It was pretty fun. My friends were talking last night and they were like, are we going out to blackout? And I'm like, who actively tries to blackout? <laughs> like, I know. And then I like thought back. I'm like, in college, that's always what it was. It was like, we should blackout tonight. It was like something you anticipated. Like, At least you're just being honest with yeah, yourself. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm like, now I'm like, I am actively always trying not to do that. <laughs> yeah, they have like they have like uh, those alcohol alcoholic surveys. Like if you take this like those questions and they and you answer them, like one of the things is like, have you ever drank more than you intended to? And I I always want to say <laughs> I always want to say no because I don't plan how much I'm going to drink. I just go and drink casual. And so if, you know, five or ten turns into twenty, that's. <laughs> Just the way it works. It's always been good for me when I've had stuff to do the next day because I'm like, I can only drink this much. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. But anytime I've been like, I don't have anything to do tomorrow, I get black out. <laughs> wake up in the dumpster. Like, yeah. <laughs> wake up in the whole front of you is wet. Like, wake up with a cheeseburger in your bed. Like, what? how did you get here? <laughs> do we hook up? One time in Bloomington, I woke up in someone else's car. Like, not even someone I know. <laughs> Just, it, I think, like, well, my, I live my, here now. my instincts kicked in. My instincts kicked in, and I was like, well, I need warmth, and I just got in a car, and I, it was in Square Donuts parking lot. And I that's was like, where a, am I? That's great. My that's brother perfect. one time said he just he was walking around college, and he was hammered. His friend was behind him. He was like trying to like guide him back to their place, and he just opened up a car door and peed in a car. And I'm like, Sam, you are the devil, and you're gonna have karma from that. We, we just forever. talked about that on the Smugcast because really? I was blacked out, and I whipped a guy's jacket out and laid it out like almost like a blanket on the floor and <laughs> we pissed talked on about it. that last time yeah that's the first guys time guys are weird they see, pee, see like, this is why hannah is a terrible co-host because she doesn't even listen she doesn't even listen to the podcast i don't listen to it yet like i'm at work like trying to focus i actually do listen to smug guys and ours like yeah. i'm get my voice kind of scares me but <laughs> the, the best part was that you say i laid it down real nice really, really? just got the wrinkles out <laughs> i don't know why you are right though guys, guys do are weird, weird shit like, like yeah. Yeah. It all goes back to like, I'm they telling open. you, there's something primal in our yeah. heads. Like, I must piss on this. <laughs> and you can't even be mad though. Like, I remember in college, like, this, someone, like, my roommate had a guy over and he opens our closet door and pees in it and then closes it. I'm like, dude, my wife has a friend that I'm good friends with. <laughs> Same thing. The guy, like, it was a, a pretty standard practice is he would open the closet door, pee in the closet, or open like drawers, like clothes drawers, and pee on the clothes. Like, I have a friend named Mike Kelly that went to Greenfield Central. I hope he hears this. I'm glad. Mike Kelly, where you at, I'm glad Shane's calling him out, too. I, I like give, it. I don't give a shit. He's like, he's like cell phone number. No, but he would just get drunk all the time and piss himself. But, like, <laughs> so we'd be we'd be at a party or something. He'd pass out, and we'd all, like, it'd get closer to the end of the night. And then, like, this guy, like, I remember this specifically one time, this guy just came in the room. He's like, I think your friend's peeing himself. And they're like, how do you know? Like, you, how do you? He's like, because you can hear the pee like trickling down the, <laughs> the couch, and we're like, I don't know. I just hope he hears that. That's all I care about. Oh my god! One of my little sister's friends did it to our TV in our house, and every like my parents were gone, and my sister had a like a rager, and I was there. I was like, what the hell is going on? Like people <laughs> were jumping off like my parents' roof into the pool. I hope my dad's not listening. You definitely get to the point in those kind of parties where it's like you're past the point of no return. Like you're like. 
we the just, house is going to be fucked up. Yeah, like, we just need to. We, the house is totaled. Like, <laughs> like there's nothing I get can do. Get the insurance money. There's just that one person's house that you always went to. No, no one necessarily liked them. There was <laughs> yeah, like, but their the, parents were always out yeah, of town. That existed. And they would just break everything. Every, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But this kid, Fuck like, those beat on our though, TV. Too. I had those parties, and like, people <laughs> broke a lot of my stuff. <laughs> but almost, <laughs> I was that guy. <laughs> but almost, like, what did you expect? Like, exactly. Yeah. exactly. Oh, my God. I get so scared when they have parties. This kid, like, literally went up to our TV and just pissed on it, and I'm like, Everyone has to leave. Like now. Luckily, he didn't shock himself. <laughs> Luckily, <laughs> no. But every time he comes over, and I'm like, "Sup, his pants?" He's like, "Like my parents will be over." And he'll be like, "Why'd you call him that?" I'm like, "Don't uh, worry about don't it." Don't worry about it. So, did the TV get ruined? It actually didn't. Oh, but, good. Yeah. Yeah, that's high quality I mean, technology. I, I, would, right I didn't there. try not to get too close to smell it. Or it's like it's like waterproof. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. That that I mean that takes me to that does take me back to you know being at or hosting parties when I was in high school and I had actually moved out of my mom and my mom and stepdad's house and moved in with my aunt and uncle and they were you know out of town a lot because they they had a vacation home in Michigan and they also went to Florida a lot and I would be that guy that would have the parties and I would say whatever you do don't go in their room what's the first thing that everybody did that's like, that's like a challenge. And they like, and, and the thing is, is like the first time it happened, I got caught because they are like, my aunt and uncle are so particular about knowing where stuff is. If something's moved, they know somebody was in their room. Yeah. And so the first time I had left the door open, I was like, you know, just don't go in there, leave it alone. And obviously I drank a lot and got, you know, passed out or whatever. So people just start messing with stuff. And, um, they went in there, did whatever they did. And I got caught because they like left stuff out or messed stuff up. The next time I had a party, I was like, I'm going to be smart this time. I'm going to lock their door. Somebody like figured out and just like open the door with like a key or something oh, or like or like God. pick the lock or whatever. And I was like, you know what? Fuck you guys. Like, I'm not yeah. having people over anymore. That's like weird. Like, I, I and they like... ran over a tree, a little baby sapling. <laughs> oh my God. Like, is this Project X? Is the car in the pool? <laughs> um, I also lost a sand wedge of my uncle's golf clubs because it was raining out and I was hitting golf balls into their pond in the backyard. Not the sand wedge. <laughs> and I swung it really hard to like really hit one and it slipped out of my hands and went flipping out into the water. I still never, I still never lived that down because uh, I kept getting asked, what happened to the sand wedge? I don't know. Maybe somebody took it. I don't know. I, I couldn't admit that it was me who did it. That was it. always the worst thing, too, is, like, thieves. I swear, at parties in high school and stuff, there's always that guy that would just come there and, like, not drink or something and then just steal, steal stuff just, just to steal it. the guy with the book bag. Why do you have a book bag exactly. on? We're not or, studying. Or it'd be people like, where who who is this guy? Like, who brought this person? And that's the person yes. that's always stealing shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it immediately sketches me out when someone would show up with a book bag. I'm like, he needs to go. <laughs> like, and... Him and his book bag go. And so that also like kind of like in a roundabout way gets me back to let me see. I was I was thinking about this and then I just lost it because the uh, Vantucky fried guys sent us their so sent, us, <laughs> sent us their phone number. Um, damn it. I what? lost it. I lost it. Say resend. Um, but anyways. Yeah. Resend. <laughs> um, no, I lost what I was getting ready to freaking say. But anyways. St- stealing at parties. Steal, like, yeah. Ste- oh, yeah. Stealing at parties. People just, I feel like there was stuff like, the, like I was the kind of person that would take stuff. Like I would take stuff. But it was always like something like random that I didn't think anybody would notice. So you're a pirate. Or yeah. not a pyro. <laughs> <laughs> he is a pirate. <laughs> um, 
I, I, I didn't steal a lot, though. Like, I'm trying to remember if... Klepto is what I was trying to say. What, the big thing that I like to take, and I got um, indoctrinated to, to this in high school, was the yard globes. Like, what, the people that had the, like, round... Oh, my brother did that. Why? <laughs> we have tons of them that aren't ours. Like, in our parents' foyer, I'm like, Sam, one day you're going to have to give these back. Because <laughs> they are really fun to... So, in the Midwest, anybody listening to this um, that's not from the Midwest, you guys may not know about this. But mailbox bashing was kind of like the thing to do when you were in high school and go and like hit them with bats or like I've probably told this on the podcast before. But my uh, my ingenious idea was we would stop, get out of the car, knock the mailbox off, then carry the mailbox and throw it at another mailbox. So it was (laughs) like so like you'd get going like 40 or 50 miles an hour and it would really it would be really cool because it would just like smash and they both like (laughs) like. Explode and like it was great. You're like we were exhausted the next day. And, and another great thing is is when it was really really cold and like like freezing weather, those uh, plastic mailboxes would just shatter into a million pieces. It was so cool. <laughs> I used to steal those those globes yeah. too. What do they call Weather globe? What do you say? I, they're yard globes. Yeah, is what we call like, them. It's like color. a bubble. Yep. Yeah, they're, and they're like and they shiny. Colors. Yeah, throw you, throw them at a mailbox too. It's you really can, cool. You can break them. It's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of those things. I had one. It was kind of. <laughs> Things. It was kind of karma, but I had one break in my car when we were stealing them. Yeah. <laughs> that happened to us. And then you I just mean, they're like, fragile. They're thin yeah. glass. Like that's oh, yeah. And then you got... <laughs> they all didn't quite fit in my Plymouth Sundance. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> um, yeah, that happened to us, too. And, like, it shattered in the backseat of somebody's car. And, like, you had glass in your ass for, like, the next three or four weeks. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's karma. It's karma. <laughs> that's what you... You get it, and you deserve it. Um, but, yeah, I think that... Uh, Doing that kind of stuff when we were kids is like, it's kind of crazy. And like, I always, I always kind of censor myself a little bit on the podcast because I know people listen, but I've actually started to just stop worrying about that because it's not going to change anything. And it's going to be more funny and more entertaining if I'm just completely honest about stuff. And I think that, um, you know, our podcast, exactly. (laughs) For, for example, the first person that I was ever attracted to that was a celebrity was Pamela Anderson because everybody told me she was hot. So then I, you know, wanted to see what she looked like. And I think that (laughs) shaped my, my mindset for like, the next like ten years. That's what like that's what I thought was Have hot. To find family and, and she and she was. Uh, when I look back, I'm like that. Uh, she wasn't really that hot. She was kind of gross. She was like everyone. Yeah, she was what was hot at that time. <laughs> that whole hepatitis thing kind of turned me <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah, hepatitis can yeah change Tom, be a game changer Tommy, real quick. Tommy Lee had to ruin that for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that was a good one. That's that's gross. <laughs> it's kind of like the Chris Brown and herpes. Is it Chris Brown? I, no, it's Usher. I Usher, like, that's right. Oh, I'm man. sure Chris Brown has it too. <laughs> they, they probably share the same strain. Yeah, yeah right. Same strain. <laughs> but uh, I, I wanted to know what your guys' uh, first celebrities that you thought were attractive or that you were attracted to and why. Because for me, it was Pam Anderson and Big Boobs. Like, that was it. I think I thought Ryan Reynolds was really funny. I loved Van Wilder. I thought he was just, like, the funniest person. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much why, because he was just hilarious. And, and, also and, hot, he, and so. he was hot. Yeah, yeah, so. I mean, I'm attracted yeah. to Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, like, don't tell me you wouldn't hit that. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, Mine is probably, and this is so lame, but I watched a lot of Seventh Heaven as a kid. Oh. And- Jessica Biel. Yes. Okay. I was Jen, like, if don't Jen is say listening to this, she's Beverly gonna fucking Mitchell. lose her mind. <laughs> to this Jen day, hates, what's that sound? Jen hates up the Jessica Biel. <laughs> to this day, Jessica Biel is my number one. She is oh, yeah. fine. 
Yeah. yeah. She's and, really pretty. And Jen, like I said, my wife hates her because the only reason she hates her is because she's married to Justin Timberlake. Oh. <laughs> That's literally So the it's only like reason. not childish at all. Yeah, exactly. And, and <laughs> For Jen, good reason. Jen says it's not that. It's more. But I'm like, <laughs> you, you can't give me any other reason. Like, why, how could you hate her? She's like, I don't think she's a good actress. And I was like, well, she's been in a lot and she's still around. So she's not terrible. She's doing something right. <laughs> I love this is what you guys talk about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jessica Biel and Ryan Reynolds were in Blade together. Oh, that, I hate Jessica that's Biel too now. That's one of my favorite, favorite <laughs> movies. Um, and then that actually like transitions me into thinking the one that I think is a forever always been hot and good and somebody that I am like attracted to is Jennifer Aniston. Oh, I mean, God, yeah. Everyone, from day one day. till now. She's still hot. She's like 50-something, and she's still hot. She's, she's going to be like 80 years old and just still beautiful, and we're like, why? Well, I, I don't want to live to the time where Jennifer Aniston's not hot anymore. Yeah, you want to just go out strong? Like, maybe she just needs to go out in a blaze of glory now, and then we don't have to see it get... Uh, she's got a little bit left, I feel like. <laughs> now we're wishing death upon her. Yeah. <laughs> so it's funny how this... In a completely selfish circle. way, too. Like, I, I just want her to like die so that I can remember <laughs> as what she is now and never have to see her lose that. That's terrible. I'm sorry. I apologize for that. I looked her up on Snapchat one time. I was like, if she has a Snapchat, like, I want to see her waking up in the morning. I oh, want yeah. to know. Probably that still flawless. A, oh, yeah. <laughs> it is. And she doesn't have one, by the way, guys. <laughs> I checked. <laughs> did you guys see, and this is totally random, but did you see Ross rap battle? What's Hell that? no, but I want to now. It's so awesome. He does it on, uh, maybe it's like Jimmy Fallon or one of the, I think it's, what's the guy that comes on at like two in the morning with the blonde hair and he's kind of a bigger dude? Uh, he does the carpool karaoke, yeah, so doesn't he, he? He was on there, and they had a. Rap. Oh, okay, yeah. I you're What's his it. name? It's. it's he, I get him mixed up with other Craig, people. It's not Craig Ferguson. Nope. It's uh, I don't know. Who cares? Who cares? We don't care. But we anyways, don't to he, him. they I rap battle. Lot. They rap battle, and Ross like it's it's hilarious. He kills just, it. Yeah, I he bet he did. Really good job. He probably put a lot of time and effort into it because he's like, oh, this is my next chance because I haven't <laughs> been in anything in forever. Finally, <laughs> I just can't picture him as anybody like to me. Other he, than he is Ross. Just Ross. Oh yeah. Like, What's his name? David Schwimmer? Yeah, Schwimmer. Yeah. Terrible name to Ross. say if you have a lisp. Yeah, Schwimmer. <laughs> Gives everyone like a shower. Everyone's in the splash zone just spitting over. Um, but yeah, so I think we're getting to that time that we're going to be calling into the Van Tucky Fried podcast. So I'm going to go ahead and pause this real quick just so that I can call them. And okay. then I don't know if we want to start recording right away or not, but we'll be right back. Huh. Hey, how's it going, guys? Good, man. How are you? Good. We're just in the middle of recording our episode, so thanks for having us on yours. <laughs> okay, you can now. I'm. Uh, you just blew my mind. <laughs> podcast we're, inception. We're, podcast I've inception. My entire morning, like looking at wiring diagrams and stuff. So, uh, my my thoughts are, are a little uh, muddled. No, you're point, you're fine. Everything sounding good on that point? Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay, killer. So. Uh, let me fire up the recording on my end. Yeah, it's it's crazy how good like iPhones and like just mobile stuff is getting because the phone calls don't sound terrible. Right, it sounds as it sounds better than Skype. Like yes, the, it does. The audio clip I got back from Skype, I was like, man, that's not going to sound good at all. Yeah, and and Skype also like when we've when we've done it um, on this podcast, it cuts out a lot if you're like interrupting somebody else, and a phone call um, doesn't like drop the drop the audio when somebody else is talking. Wow, that that seems like it would be um, better by now. Yeah, it's been around a long time. So. Exactly. Anyway. In the, in the uh, studio with us though, we we've got Hannah, and then also another gentleman that I think is going to become more of a regular on the podcast. His name is Shane, so they're they're here as well. Hi. Well, nice. 
Nice to meet you, Hannah and Shane. And you're not just Hannah. You're happy, happy Hannah. Happy Hannah. Hannah <laughs> so, you got some cred on all <laughs> So for some background information, um, the Van Tucky Fried podcast did a uh, smile of the week and uh, Hannah actually won that award. And um, they, they called her Happy Hannah from Indiana. It's me. Patenting like it. it. I like it. It's pretty good. <laughs> So that's her name. So when she uh, when she's discussed around here, just imagine yourself having that name tag yes. on. And there are very few of them given. I'm going to put that so award on my fridge. <laughs> well, you should. <laughs> so, um, well, let's get down to it. I mean, you guys got stuff to do, so let's rock this out, and then you can get back to your Sunday. So, Sounds good. Uh, Justin, happy Hannah from Indiana. And uh, I'm sorry, I forgot the third guy's Shane. name. Shane. Shane, yep. welcome. <laughs> Welcome to my end. Welcome to to the Van Tucky Fry podcast uh, from another time zone. Yeah, Sunday, no less. yeah, we're having so, like a weird podcast inception type thing right now because we're actually recording on this end as well. Sunday, Monday. It's fantastic. And you guys, uh, just so you know, you're on the second or possibly third best podcast in Greater South Lake Washington. <laughs> so it's an you honor. got that going for you now. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, uh, let's just get right into it. How was Juice in the Morning born and how did it get from um, idea to uh, a reality? So I've always been like a really big fan of just podcasts in general. I actually started, I think my very first podcast I listened to was Joe Rogan Experience. And um, a friend of mine that was a roommate was watching it on, um, he had like hooked his uh, computer up into our TV. So like he was sitting on the couch, had it hooked up to the TV, was watching Joe Rogan Experience on YouTube. And uh, I was like, what the hell is this? Like, what are you what are you watching? And um, being from Indiana, I'm a huge also a huge fan of Bob and Tom. So like I was always into like radio shows. And as as I kind of like grew up, I started um, drifting a little bit away. Like I still love music, but I've drifted a little bit away from music and got more into like talk radio and and podcasts and things like that. So when I saw that Joe Rogan experience, I was like, that's really cool. And then as soon as I had watched like three or four episodes and he goes for like two or three hours. So you know that three or four episodes is probably like 12 hours that I watched of podcasting. I was like, I want to do that. And I got, I was like, I got to figure out how to do this. So fast forward about three or four years, because obviously I procrastinate and I'm lazy and was not chasing Thanks. the, chasing the dream. Like I wanted to, um, my mom actually bought me a kit from amazon.com. It just was the Behringer podcast studio kit and it came with one mic a little tiny soundboard and a pair of headphones the very headphones that shane is actually rocking right now <laughs> um, and the mic that he's using um so then that basically made me not have any excuses anymore because my excuse was always i don't have the 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 money or the time or the equipment to do this so I'm not going to be able to do it. And then my mom got that for me and it kind of like just took that, took that excuse away. And so then, then I had to figure out how I'm going to do this. And, um, from there it just kind of grew organically. Like literally I had no idea what I was doing. Um, I felt kind of like Ricky Bobby from Talladega nights when I first started talking on the mic, like I didn't know what to even say. Like, I felt like, like, what to do, what do I do with my hands? Like, <laughs> and it's incredibly difficult. Like, and I, I worked in radio for 15 years and I was mortified when I uploaded my first file. <laughs> and, mortified. And and the 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 weird thing about it is is like I tried to start on my own so I didn't have like a co-host or a guest or anything like that. So it was really hard to figure out like how do I even talk to myself for and I wanted to do at least 30 minutes. That's what my goal was my first my first couple podcasts. 
And um, I found that it was really hard. So then what I what else helped me a lot was my grandfather um, has written kind of like his autobiography kind of memoirs type thing because he's he's a really interesting guy. Um, he was on my 50th episode, but he wrote like some stuff out. And I actually used that as like almost like a storytelling mechanism. And it got me comfortable with talking on a microphone and hearing the sound of my own voice, which is important. Like once you can get over that hurdle. I think you start moving quicker. Yeah. Like once you get over there, like, all right, it doesn't sound like total garbage. Mm-hmm. I can live with that. Like now I can, now I can move forward. And but it's tough to get there. And with the, when, with Hannah and Shane joining once again, also an organic thing, I kind of was thinking that I needed more of a uh, female perspective on the podcast. Cause a lot of the times it was just a bunch of guys just sitting around talking about guy stuff. And I was like, and Hannah is one of those people that I, like I was picturing, First of all, she's one of my best friends from college. Um, we've we've known each other for a long time, and um, you know, I I was thinking of like the Bob and Tom model still. Like, there's Christy Lee. She can she can dish out shit just as much as she can take it. And and Hannah is is one of those people, and she's the first person I thought of, and I just kept bothering her until she decided <laughs> to do it. So, how how did it how did it come about for you, Hannah? Um, you'd always invite me on it and um, I was like yeah I can do it but I was like really paranoid I'm like I don't know if I can handle my own voice but yeah went over that hurdle and now I'm I'm more comfortable with it it was really awkward at first though for sure but I love it all my friends always talk to me about it and like ask me questions I'm like I don't know I don't know what to say <laughs> plus it's hard um, you I, I lost the, the the thought and I'm glad because my dog started barking right <laughs> Right when I said that, yeah, it adds so, it adds uh, character, it, for sure. Right, they just sound like uh, like a, a maniac is about to bust through my window. They just <laughs> freak out when any car goes down. So, um, you two met in college, as you said. You got that cool dynamic of uh, being a male female best friend duo. So yeah. that's uh, unique and and awesome. So you invited her on, which was a brilliant idea. Two voices and two thought processes are always better than one. Yep. And um, you guys, again, uh, having a relationship to go on, I find to be helpful. My co-host is my best friend since ninth grade. So we're wow. like, like, we've just been friends forever. It's awesome. So you, yeah, I mean, you can get heated or whatever, and you know it's all gonna be fine, and, and you're gonna live to tell about it another day, which is uh, half the battle. Like, you, you're asking her to come in, hey man, I got this help. You come help me make my dream come true for free because I can't afford to pay. <laughs> exactly, you know what it's I mean. Okay. Like, it's a tough pitch. I told I told so, her we're I told her we're gonna fit, follow the uh, the gender pay lines too. So she's gonna make less than me no matter what. If this dollar. podcast starts <laughs> making money, I make you're making cents. less than free. My <laughs> <laughs> glass ceiling is apparent right now. <laughs> and then so, Shane Shane, um, Shane is actually more recent. Um, he's somebody that I know we've talked about having him on before, and then he came on for the MMA podcast that we did last week and he just seemed very interested and you know I'm always looking for people that are interested in being part of it because it's definitely something that is not easy to do on your own so how do you feel about your first couple episodes so far Shane I'm super excited about this Um, so I'm kind of on the same boat with you I listen to Joe Rogan which a lot of people I think do and a couple other podcasts um, like uh, Mark Marin has a podcast when he actually um, uh, interviewed the president yeah and that that was super interesting to me and then so just i don't know so i saw these people doing some really cool stuff that i mm-hmm. eventually wanted to be a part a part of and i kind of texted you and we were party buddies and yeah in, in <laughs> college high yeah. school whatever you want to call it exactly and you were you know more than welcoming so yeah. i just took the took the leap and here i am that's yeah. awesome 
So we've got a kind of pretty good uh, uh, setup here. Um, so how long have you guys been doing it? Um, the Kentucky Van Kentucky Van Kentucky. I started the Van Kentucky Fried Podcast uh, a year ago, October. So this month is our our, our one year anniversary. Woo. I um, I helped develop uh, another show with my friend, uh, the Jeff Pierce Show. We got about 30 episodes into that, and I decided that I wanted to go do my own thing. Yeah. So I did. I mean, it's like once you get in the groove and like you realize, all right, here's the path that I want to go. Um, it's hard to be a committee at that point. Like, yeah, you're absolutely. either all on board for a project or you're not. Like, this doesn't work. Like, yeah. you, it, so that, that battle, I just was like, eh, I'm going to clip it and start my own thing. Well, so I did, and I'm glad I did. You what, know? what I want to give you guys is give props to you is when I've listened to your episodes, you guys have a very well-produced podcast. Absolutely. So you can definitely see, oh, that, see that background that you talked about with the, uh, the radio. Well, here's the funny part is I was just a promotions director. Like I was, I, I, did, I did like, um, I, I would go do like man on the street call in like live calls and stuff like that. Yeah. But I never, I never did a radio show or, you know what I mean? Like I was always a support guy or behind the scenes and just did promotions and marketing. Well, that's so, really interesting. Yeah. Right. So I had, to, I started from like, I mean, I watched people. I had uh, an ability to, to learn a little bit, but I ne- and never sat down and like, here's how you do production. So like when I started doing this, I knew what I wanted to hear, yeah. but I had no idea how to get there. Yeah. But I knew like, I need a voice guy. I know mm. I need a voice guy. So like you start blowing in favors and you go like, hey man, can you talk to, to Bob and would he be willing to do something for me? And like, if I pay him a few bucks and then you find this support of like, yeah, just email him. He said he'd do it for free. So like, wow, now I got a national voice guy to like <laughs> voice my stuff. See, I, I need to I do some more of that. Yeah. I need to do some more. Yeah, of can we get Bob's number? <laughs> <laughs> it, it, I mean, it, it's it's huge. Like the the social network is so important with this. Like it's the only way it works. Like yeah. the only way that we're doing this right now. I reached out to you guys because I think what you guys are doing is cool. And so I like your passion. You can clearly see it. The thing that struck my eye. I saw a tweet where you were mentioning getting uh, a mic upgrade. And I'm yeah. like, all right, I like this way that guy's thinking because a lot of people get their stuff, they plug it in and go, this is what it is. Yeah. And, and that's that. And you, you got to grow, man, or yeah. otherwise people aren't going to listen to it. Yeah. And what's funny about that is, like I said, Shane is using the originals that I have, the older <laughs> mic and the older headphones. And um, I've never won anything when it comes to like any kind of uh, lottery tickets or anything like that. I'm just a really unlucky person. Like it just never <laughs> happens for me. And then um, we should be a tag team. <laughs> and then just recently I, uh, I was, I was at a bar and um, I always play the pull tabs, even though I never win. I usually put like $10 in and a pull tab is where you like, you know, open them and you could potentially win yeah. some money, but it's basically like, Three just horseshoes. yeah, it's basically like just throwing your money away or burning it basically. But Anyways, I put in $10 on these 50 cent pull tabs and I uh, burned through like nine of them. And I'm like, I'm not going to win anything. This is normal. Then I won a $5 and I was like, cool, five bucks. I can buy myself a beer here real quick. And then um, went through a couple more. I hit a $250 one. And I was like, I was like, I almost like I started shaking and I know $250 is not that like, that's not a large sum, but I like kind of lost my mind a little bit. I was like, I've never won. And then I won another two fives after that one. That's more money than I've ever won. (laughs) So I think you're a little more lucky than you think you are. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then I, so my immediate first thing was I texted my wife and I was like, okay, I'm going to give you some of this because we have some house (laughs) projects. 
but the rest is going to, I'm going to buy a mic and I'm going to buy a stand and I'm going to so upgrade the, the podcast. I won 25 bucks at the bar. I want to give you that for the house. And then I'm heading over to Guitar Center. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to be back. <laughs> exactly. So I know it's not a huge win, but here's $5. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah. you don't want the 25 that bucks. That was I'll so nice. I'm to Guitar Center, but I'm trying to be generous here. Yeah, yeah. well, <laughs> if, if you knew the uh, dynamic between my wife and I, me giving her about 100 bucks out of that 250 was... <laughs> A drop in the bucket for what I've what I've put her through. <laughs> yeah, Jen's so insane, you, actually. <laughs> you bring me to uh, an interesting point because that's one of the questions I have on my on my docket. I personally have found support where I least expected it. Uh, back to the Bob Brooks scenario, things like that, and I haven't found it in places where I thought it would be guaranteed. Yeah. So, uh, is that the same for you? And then the parlay that into supportive um, family and spouses. Yeah. Yay or nay? So. My wife is awesome. Um, she she puts up like she doesn't want to ever be on the podcast. Um, she downloads the podcast. Um, I don't think she ever listens, but she at least gives me that download, which is what I'm looking for. Um, she definitely supports everything, but she also tells me every time that uh, our her um, normal financial responsibilities take precedence over anything that I want to pay for, for the podcast. So, so she's kind of, she's very supportive, but she's also very, she's smart. Like she's the kind of person she keeps, she keeps me grounded. She keeps me grounded because I am the kind of person that like, I'm the dreamer. I want to like do everything. I want to spend you in for sure. I want to spend everything. I want to spend all my money on equipment. I want to have like a professional studio in my house, that kind of thing. And she kind of reels me in. And that's why, you know, I hung up blankets for my soundproofing instead of buying a bunch of <laughs> sound sound foam and stuff like that. But See, then I kind of no, you go ahead. I was just going to say, I kind of like the string it together angle of the podcast. You know, yeah. I and mean, that's that's again, that's another element of the podcast. Like you build it from nothing. Yeah. And, uh, and and I, I love that. Like. So I, I found a 1970s two-tone brown restaurant booth from a Chinese restaurant. That's awesome. The highway away. And I'm like, all right, I needed a big table. I wanted a like diner type of setup. That's super and, cool. It's really cool. You know, and I'm like, I'm going to build that in the garage. And then that kind of, you start looking at it again. And then I had two boxes of crap up in my garage. That was all of like my decor that I would keep in my cubicle at the radio station yeah. and stuff. So like, and then I found old tickets and laminates and stuff like that and i'm like well i gotta i want to make this look like every club green room i've ever been in like, yeah that's so awesome went to home depot bought some plywood sheets and like now when you look at the camera shot like it's all just posters and memorabilia and my two-tone brown restaurant booth the mic set up and like it looks legit like and it's all just cobbled together stuff that is on a whim like there was no plan like it all just kind of came together with what i had on hand but because then it, then like, it flows you, and it looks good. Yeah, I, I got this weird deal where like I like to convert stuff I already have and like, all right, well, what can I flip to sell and and up, update my stuff? Like, yeah. how do I get a better mixer? How do I get better microphones and stuff like that? And I've been very fortunate with that. Like, I, I've taken very little out of like our household budget mm-hmm. um, for this project, and I'm I, I'm proud of that. Yeah, I also was able to flip it and th- I got myself a Coke machine to plug in out here. <laughs> I, like, I love that. Dope. Set to a nickel. You know what I mean? Like we're it's for real. We're taking this shit serious. I love it. You cross through that door, it's business time. Yep, absolutely. 
and uh, I like that. So what's your setup like at your house? So we're using um, a kitchen table that my wife's dad built actually by hand, and um, he, my wife didn't want to get a good job. Oh yeah, it's oh, awesome. Yeah. Good. Quality he, craftsmanship. Yep, absolutely. Okay, and um, I'm, I'm going to be okay. I'm going to be tasking him with uh, helping me build an actual custom desk that I can. Uh, I can plug stuff into um, on the on the yeah. top and the bottom and everything like that because these guys from the Smugcast are doing it really big and they've got a custom desk and it's uh, really streamlined and smooth. So I'm trying to I'm trying to get on their level. We're trying to keep up. But um, the fact that you're trying to move forward is a huge statement. Yeah. And um, and I think with Hannah, like with the, when you talked about like the support and stuff like that from people around you, she's had a lot of like really good support from people. So like kind of tell us some of the stuff that you've heard from people. Well, I think we have like two different angles of friends and we and they both bring like something to it. Like we just have a very different like or a diverse like uh, following. Yeah. And people are always giving us feedback like I love this. Um, you know, you guys should do more of this. Like I have like tell people work, especially I'm like feedback. I need like I need to hear a bunch because mm -hmm. we are trying to just sky's the limit really. So I feel like I get a lot of feedback and it's awesome. Yeah. And and I always try to I try to like take every amount of feedback with a grain of salt. Like even even the positive stuff. I'm like maybe they're just being positive because they just want to be nice. Yeah. Um, and then even the negative, I'm like, you know, some of the stuff that's been said that there's been like one negative thing and I kind of think that the person's perspective is different than ours. So we're just going to go ahead and say, we don't really care about that. I appreciate your, I appreciate your response and maybe we'll try to change it up a little bit, but for the most part, we're going to just keep doing what we're doing. And we love it. Cause I mean, it's our show. Like at the end of the day, we want it, we have fun on it we like our topics. Yeah. Like, I mean, we love hearing what people like more of or what they like. Exactly. That's great, but at the same time, and we have a vision of what we want as our show, and we want to keep yeah. doing that. Two points on that. 97% uh, of the people that are coming up and offering that advice couldn't uh, sit down in the chair and do a better job. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, so we'll get that out of the way first and foremost. Yeah. Uh, second of all, um, it's reps and wheel time, man. How many? You got to do it. You got to get out there, and you got to talk in front of that microphone. You got to get used to your voice in that microphone you got to get used to not cutting each other off and like all these <laughs> stupid little details that aren't part of like growing up in our dialogue you exactly know what I mean? so like you're trying to conduct a thing and like still be a part of a conversation and work some buttons over here and try and weave this into that thing and uh yeah it's it's easy to mess up or say a word wrong or whatever or maybe people don't like the content but Dude, you come up with five topics a week that you think is going to please everybody. <laughs> well, with anything, it's I, not going to happen. With anything, I feel like people don't understand how much goes into like they don't Absolutely. even take the time to consider how much goes into making this happen. And and also just the the thought of do you understand how uncomfortable it is to to be sitting with a mic in front of your face and like have somebody ask you a question and you think of an answer and it's and you would think every podcast you listen to sounds so conversational, but it's because people have been doing this forever. Yeah. So they absolutely. can have a normal conversation when, as soon as you put a mic in somebody's face and you ask them something, it puts them on the spot and then you get a ton of like, I don't know, like, and it happened to me. It happened to everybody that I've ever, I've ever been around that is friends of mine that want to do it. The first one always takes a few minutes to get kind of rolling. Yeah. And then once you, once you get in that habit, it just becomes very easy. Well, it, help, it yeah. helps. It helps just talking about stuff that you enjoy talking about. Yeah, with, exactly. With people you enjoy talking. <laughs> to. Exactly. You're definitely outside your comfort zone, but it's like a good like step out. I feel like. Yeah. For sure. 
I just start filling volcano bags until everybody gets comfortable. And I, just right I haven't done that since a, I haven't smoked one of those since a uh, music festival. And I lost my mind when I did that. Now so, I can just see you at a music festival. With what, like what, a, are we, what are you talking, what is it? It's a volcano bag. So I'll let, I'll let this guy explain it because I will not do it justice. It's uh, simply a, uh, a scientific vaporizing method oh, that okay. you can uh, burn your herb with. The pot. <laughs> Well, it could be. I think I, mean, I, no, I think I've seen it in uh, Super High Me, or what is it? The, the, <laughs> super the super High Me. No, no, there's one where he's instead of Super Size, oh, he, he just okay. he just smokes high. a bunch of pot, but he does it with a vaporizer. I just didn't yeah. realize. It was Isn't called. that like in Vancouver that he does that? I don't, it's very possible. <laughs> Probably he, he was just here like a week ago. Yeah, <laughs> Doug Benson. Yeah, he, out he, just, <laughs> he has the best job in the world. He just goes places and gets really high, and then just talks about weird shit. Yeah, <laughs> I love yeah. it. I feel like that's what I do for free. Legal on the entire West Coast, so he can just do whatever book shows wherever and doesn't have to worry about it. Him, so and, uh, Joe, him and Joe Rogan. Yeah. So, so uh, go ahead. Let's let's get back to uh, where we were getting getting derailed by uh, questions here. I I get uh, asked a lot about my chicken bucket logo, which yep. uh, I'm incredibly fond of. But the number one question is after people ask me what the hell Van Tucky is, is aren't you worried about getting sued by KFC? <laughs> so. <laughs> Uh, O.J. Simpson's out of jail today. You worried about uh, getting a cease and desist uh, about about the juice? The juice, the juice is on the loose. Uh, Using I, the juice in your logo. I don't know. I think I think with uh, juice in the morning. I think a lot of people that don't listen to the podcast always want to ask me what my favorite juice is, and I always tell them. I always tell them. Uh, well, it's usually orange juice and vodka, but uh, then I keep it moving and I say, well, the. The juice name is not it's not a drink it's my it's kind of like an alter ego for for me so I know that a lot of people have that nickname but I kind of just ran with it and I also going back to the history of the podcast like I couldn't think of anything clever and I thought juice in the morning sounded I good love it love it <laughs> well write it man once you once you pick the one that you that you can hear and you like it looks good on stuff you just gotta you just gotta commit to it and, and go Vantucky for uh, those that uh, aren't from around here uh, we're so Portland Oregon's the hip town right Vancouver Part is the is the uh, the town that people look down upon we're across the river oh, okay. we're not we're not Oregon we're Washington we're the Jersey you know what I mean <laughs> kind of but, so you guys all have spray country, dance like, we were the bumpkins uh, to the north of Portland that didn't yeah. do anything. Like we still ride horses up here, and the, you know, it's it's uh, we don't even drive cars. You know, like it's the <laughs> olden days once you cross that bridge. So, um, Vantucky, we're like the hillbillies of the north. So I wanted to like celebrate that. And go yeah. like, you know what? We are not Portland. So here we go. We're going to show you what's up, and we're going to be the better show. Not from Portland, so suck it, right? Yeah, and so, and, and you guys have a huge like podcast creating like. That's like a big area for that out where you're at, right? Because there's like, um, wasn't cereal and like all of those things based out of like the uh, Pacific Northwest, I think is what it's called. Well, I don't, there's, everything is moving to Portland, it seems like, or yeah. it has been in the last five to 10 years, a wave of coming in and coming out. I mean, we've had four or five different TV shows, a couple yeah. of movies. Um, a lot of musicians have moved here. There's a lot of um, a lot of the arts have come up here. So, yeah, um, I don't I don't recall Serial being a Northwest um, show, but I may be wrong on that. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. There, it's it's just growing 
I think it's growing everywhere. People are realizing that there's money to be made at this medium. Yeah. And so if you, if you've got some finances behind you and you can just start pumping out product that's quality, gosh, you can start making money almost immediately. Yeah. Something you that's know? kind of been my dream is I've I've listened to a couple of uh, podcasts that are like kind of like uh, almost like. Uh, entertainment like tv basically they like they come across as like a as a kind of like a story like you're watching a tv show but you're listening to listening to the podcast and kind of like my dream is to one day do just like a season of that like and just like kind of write it out have some actors and people come come in and play certain parts and stuff that's kind of like something i i'm kind of dreaming of doing now not even close to even doing that but it's something that i'm looking forward to so what is your end game? You, do you want do you want a network? Do you want to just have a successful weekly show? Do you want to have a legit daily morning show? What, my, where, where are you heading? My end game, I think that because that's I love that question because I ask that to everybody that I've interviewed that is in like any kind of um, you know creative medium. But I my my end game that I think I'm wanting to do here in the Midwest and then see where it goes from there is I want to get everybody together that is into creating stuff. So like Hannah meets somebody that's into whatever they're doing, video work, photography, whatever. And then we kind of work together and build kind of like, I think a network is kind of what I'm looking at um, because we've already started building like relationships with the smug cast. Um, There's these guys um, from Cincinnati um, called pointless discussions podcast. They're great guys. We're actually think they're actually inviting us to do a live show um, here in the next couple of months. And um, it's just, I want to build that Midwest feel. And I also want to build that Midwest community and um, also kind of like, rely on each other to build the brand together and how it works man and juice in the morning is just going to be part of that i i don't know where you know there's going to be somebody more creative than me that's going to come up with a way to like describe this as a network but we are i think we are kind of working towards that i think the more that we go out and talk to everybody and keep doing the show keep interviewing people we're gonna we're gonna grow that grow that um, that audience and grow that that network of people that just want to be creative I want I yeah. just want people to be creative and I want to work with people that do that you got to plant your flag and, and go you know what I mean <laughs> for me I kind of wanted to bring my Facebook page to life you know you get tired of people telling you you're funny you should be on the radio how come you're not on the radio and you know after a while like it starts to burn your ass a little bit you're like, <laughs> yeah. well if I'm so funny, like I was on the launch pad for a decade, like you think somebody would have pulled the trigger. Um, <laughs> but, you know, that's it. You find out that it's not skill, it's timing. You know, it doesn't always work out. It has nothing to do with your abilities or whatever. And you you, you find out that you are capable of doing it. Yeah. So you just got to go. I wanted to have a weekly hour that would take people out of the norm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, cause it's just nothing but negative bullshit now. Like I, oh, I want, yeah. Absolutely. I want to make people laugh a little bit. I want to talk about nonsense and I want to celebrate like growing up in the eighties and pop culture and like all the stuff that I loved that made me happy. That was just easy. No big deal stuff. And that's Collector what glasses from McDonald's. You know what I mean? The little thrills in life. It is so crazy that, that you're bringing that up because prior to us talking on this, Shane and I and Hannah and I were talking about the fact that the joy is being sucked out of almost everything in our life right now. Like almost There's nothing to it, man. And everything. It's, <laughs> it, it drives me nuts. It drives me nuts. And so uh, I just took my daughter to a vintage toy show yesterday so we could go and 
poke around at all that. And being a good kid, raised right, looks at me, Dad, there's a karate kid brand new in the package over there. You should go get it. So I did. <laughs> so so my, my daughter, actually, she's three years old, and I have her playing with Spider-Man, Ninja Turtles. That, that were all mine when I was That's a child. So and I still have all these toys. Aww. And my mom told me for years, hang on to them, hang on to them. And I could not be more glad that I hung on to all those toys because she, yeah. she, will, she will know who the Teenage Mutant Ninja yeah. Turtles are. Mom didn't raise no boots. you got to find a way. you got to find a way to keep it alive. There's yeah. no two ways about it. So, um, like I said, so that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to like create my life and then my, you know, um, it's an opportunity to like showcase myself and be who I want to be and create this time capsule for my kids. Well, they'll just have all this audio to go back and listen to if they care to down the road. And they're going to learn a lot about their dad. They're going to learn uh, through conversations of me with my family and my friends and, and whoever else, like stuff that I was passionate about. It's a time stamp on like, modern history you yeah. know all this crap that's going on now like there's so i think it's going to be important when it's all said and done and the fact that it's starting to get a little bit of an audience well that's just a bonus like yeah it, it, it started out as a thing that i wanted to have for my kids man and, we we are we are kindred spirits because i've even talked about this on my podcast yeah. about i'm starting uh, to think you're ripping me off bro. <laughs> we listen to yours and then we, yeah, we just everything. we just steal everything <laughs> Because <laughs> um, I've talked about it on my show is the fact that I, I I look at this as the exact same thing. Like I, I'm leaving a legacy and like I've told people this a million times. My biggest fear is that when I die, I won't be remembered. Like that's like it's it's such a, a, a irrational fear, but it is a fear that I have. And having this exist on the Internet, it could uh, it could theoretically live on forever. <laughs> Absolutely. It will. You know, I mean, and that's that's what I love about it. And like I said, the fact that people uh, enjoy listening to it and are complimentary coming from radio, it's a cutthroat deal, man. And I fully <laughs> expected like I, I expected to get slayed by now yeah. people like just telling me how bad I am. And um, it hasn't happened yet. And I'm yeah. like, eventually, eventually that guy's going to come through, but it's probably not going to be somebody that I know at this point. Cause that would have happened by now. <laughs> um, do you, do you have negative, uh, I don't want to use the word troll cause that's, you know, whatever, but do you have people being straight up dicks to you guys or are you, have you been fairly treated nicely on the internet by strangers? Uh, to be honest, everybody's been very, very nice and, and, um, and helpful. Um, there's been a couple like there's there is a really big popular podcast in the Indianapolis area right now, um, and it's hosted by some people that um, that I think that their their podcast honestly the content isn't necessarily the greatest, but they have such a large following from all of the other things that they've done that um, that. I, I want to be honestly I want to be a part of it because you know they are funny they are entertaining but I think that sometimes I've I felt like I've had shows that are better than theirs and I I and they always talk about how they want to be all about Indianapolis they want to do this they want to do that and I've I've contacted them multiple times to try to be on the show and they just kind of always um, just kind of flake off they don't tell me anything they they like. I've heard them actually talk about me specifically on their podcast, but not competition's a funny thing, but not mention my name and not mention anything like to support me at all. And they've kind of said like, well, you know, he doesn't follow us on Twitter or Facebook. So why would we even respond to him? So that's the, that's the only thing that I think is negative, but that's because they're on a whole nother level. Like, 
for example, they they put out an episode, they'll probably get like two or three hundred thousand downloads in their in their episode, and and I'm lucky to get a couple thousand for for an episode. So it's uh, it's definitely just a different level, and they're and they're 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 doing it, and that's what I want to so, be. That's what I want to so be doing. You're at seventy nine episodes, seventy eight yeah. episodes. Yep. And you said two thousand downloads a week. Roughly. Did I hear that right? Yeah. So that's incredible. I do about ten percent of that. <laughs> if we're all being honest and just talking numbers. Well, yeah, and 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 the thing is, is I, I like I said, it it's really compounded in the last year or so because I got I basically my New Year's resolution was I'm going to do one episode a week for the whole year. And I'm not going to get away from that. There's gonna I'm, if I have to, I'm gonna I'm gonna record a couple so that I can post one if I'm like out of town or something like that. And the consistency is what's gotten that I think those numbers up. And then also having awesome people like Hannah and Shane on and them sharing it with their friends. And another thing that I just realized is I never wanted to be the guy bothering my friends and family, but I've started texting everybody and being like, Hey, download the episode, share it. (laughs) And it actually, it's actually jumped things up a lot just by every week I'm texting my entire phone book saying, Hey, share this and download it, please. Because it really helps. (laughs) It's my Achilles heel. Uh, I've been promoting other people's stuff for years and years, and I have a hell of a time promoting my own thing. Yeah. So it, it's it's just my insecurity and um, not really going full throttle. And I and I get all that, dude. I, I just got on Twitter two months ago, and I'm coming up on a year. So that tells you exactly how wild I was about uh, throwing it out to the masses. I started out on Facebook, and I'm like, all right, I'll just kind of poke along here for a little bit and then um it it was the most ridiculous idea i probably could have ever had because twitter's been the best thing i've ever (laughs) encountered in regards to support and and shareability and um you know when you see your logo going out to eighteen thousand people or whatever over a week you go i'm down with that it's so insane it's so insane and you know part of you goes how do i give back and that's what i want to do i want to be a part of the thing. I want everybody to win. Um, and, and I want to win too. Yeah. So I'm amazed by 4,000 followers and whatever. I was happy to get 200 a week. I started out at hundred and I go, all right, if I doubled it at 40, well then I'm just going to keep on that plane and it's going to get better and better. And frankly, those first few episodes, I'm fine. People not hearing anyway. So, yeah, exactly. You know, like, uh, if we just started now moving forward, I feel a lot better about it. So yeah. I feel like I, I've come a long way in, in my 40, eight episodes or whatever yeah i just had a guy um talk to me at my work because i had like told him about the show and he like he came into my work for another like a couple days later and was like yeah you know episode 30 you were talking about this and like he, he was like bringing things up that i had no idea what i had talked about and i was like I don't even know. I hope that I didn't say something that you did like you were going to disagree with me on because I don't even have an argument for you right now. And um, it's it's hilarious to to think about like, yeah, I started at two and now I'm up to like 48. And I'm like, man, just wait. It gets a lot better. I promise. It sucked for a long time. Yeah, I uh, I've really for a guy that's uh, tends to get down on himself easy. I've been frankly surprised at how much I can disassociate with like numbers and stats and whatever. Like I genuinely don't care right now. Like I know that that right now doesn't matter. Right now is my time to like settle in, get my sea legs, figure it out and like really hone what I'm doing. So 
it's just easy to get yeah. people to do it. It's easy to get people to be a part of it. It's easy to hopefully get somebody to give me money for it. And um, so right now I'm just like, I just want to just keep chewing and get my get my teeth nice and sharp and then go and kick some real ass. And, and you definitely and, will. And you guys, now that you have had us on your show, like it's what I tell everybody that I've ever had on my show that's in the creative medium. I'm going to share everything. I'm going to like everything. I'm going to support everything that you put out. Um, you know, I do listen to a lot of podcasts. I do listen to a lot of stuff. I may not listen to everything right away, but I will listen to it and I will comment and, you know, interact because that's what, that's all I want from everybody else that I, that listens to my stuff is I want you to re- interact with me and tell me what you hated about it, what you liked about it so that we can, you know, create that almost in itself creates your own content for you because you're sitting there arguing with somebody about how they didn't like this part of your show. Absolutely. No, you're, it is amazing uh, how, how parallel our thought process is on from a creative level. I, I think that's a neat thing and it's a kind of a, a unique surprise to be honest with you. <laughs> so, um, what do you do when you're not podcasting? I, I, I work for, I, I never say the company name cause I don't want to get in trouble. My, uh, my boss actually listens to the podcast. So, um, I try to like, I try to keep work out of it, but for example, for just to give a, just a basic overview, I'm an assistant manager at a production facility. So assistant to the regional manager, <laughs> <laughs> Hannah always tells me I'm the assistant to the re- assistant to the regional, regional manager, <laughs> Mr. Schrute. Yeah. yeah. Call Just call me, just call me. Mr. Shrew. <laughs> and Hannah, you're in sales? Yes, I sell advertising. She's... Your, uh, your tweets uh <laughs> i'm like the most aggressive like salesperson ever <laughs> because you're the ultimate salesperson like you're 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 every salesperson ever worked you're either hungover or closing the deal yeah. <laughs> I, I like that. sometimes both that, like, I, i'm saving that clip and that's gonna be that's gonna be the, uh, the promo the clip yeah. you're either you're right. either hungover or you're closing a deal that's perfect <laughs> And there's two. There's no gray area in sales. That's like perfect. it's either down or up. Yep, down or up. And, and Usually you're, up. you're either out celebrating or you're <laughs> or, or not. And that's the, every sales guy I've ever worked with. That's I awesome. Love it. Uh, let's see. Uh, where am I at on my line of questioning here? Um, so, God dang, I lost it. But yeah, but and Shane, how, how professional I am. <laughs> and Shane over here, tell him tell him what you do. Uh, I'm a bit of a salesman. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but instead of selling yourself, selling advertisements, <laughs> I sell uh, his body. You know, <laughs> waffle fries. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, They're actually the best and, waffle fries. <laughs> yeah, so I work at Scotty's Brew House on 96th Street in Indianapolis. Don't give them free advertising. Uh, yeah, believe me, I'm all about sticking it to Come the Come in and tip Shane. No, honestly, all my tables, I'm just like, this place is a shithole. I don't know why you're here. No, I'm just kidding. I'm but joking. I'm here. I'm like, don't get this. Serving's no, the I'm best, though. That paid for everything until yeah, this exactly. year for me. So the I'm, salty, honest server. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I will sometimes be honest with the people because they appreciate that. Yeah. People appreciate honesty, and if it's not something that I think is good, I'm just going to tell them. I've. I've definitely worked in that industry, and I feel like it is a form of sales because you're selling your your abilities. They to eat people. that up too, well, and like a sale when up, you apply up, for sales jobs, it's upselling yeah. too. Yeah. So it's like, I mean, like, yeah, I get this, but maybe also get this, or yeah. and it is a brew house, so they have all these this different kinds of beers well. and all that kind of stuff. So I just kind of 
tell people the truth and I'm a full-time student so that yeah. kind of helps me have a flexible schedule. flexible schedule where are you going to school I go to Ivy Tech oh, cool. what I'm are you going to school for uh, respiratory care oh cool so I'm going back to school actually. that's hard like <laughs> in my job I can make all the mistakes and no one dies but. <laughs> well I told I told my girlfriend all this she's a nurse and I, she's always dealing with like poops and dicks and, like <laughs> and I'm just like above the waist for me. I'm not, I'm not wiping nobody's ass. <laughs> Keeping it and how old are you guys? I, I just turned 30 this year. I'm 26. I am 28. God. 26, 28 and 30. Well, dude, I just, I just rallied into the 40 club, man. So <laughs> it's a, uh, it's a whole new world for me. But while we're talking sales, uh, that, that brings, that brings to an interesting point. What's up? You have a sponsor that you um, intro at the beginning of your show. Yeah. Do you go out and sell your show to people? Do well, you go pitch it? Do you look for some local sponsors? Well, What's your story on that? We're nev- just starting to yeah, really. Yeah, we never too hungover. Um, actually, they had a promo code for the month of September. We were going to see how it went, and they uh, did. They don't have an affiliate program started yet, so they weren't going to be paying. They were going to be paying in product. So we're working on that. Um, I'm. I haven't even contacted them to see if anybody's really, really uh, taking a interest in buying that but the thing that i wanted to do and i actually have just talked to some friends and and stuff like this i want to start going to some local businesses that i am a patron of and just telling them hey can i can i do a spot for you and it doesn't it's not going to cost you anything i just want to use it as something to kind of give give myself a more official sound and then also if it drives business to you we can stay in in communication about this and then if you want to do something extra special like for example I'm actually tomorrow going to get my hair cut at a barbershop that's here in uh, Indianapolis and I'm going to talk to the owner if he's in and if he's not in I'm going to get his phone number but I'm going to talk to him about doing an ad for him seeing if he wants to give our listeners like a dollar or two dollars off a haircut and then um that that can be like a standard ad that i give him every week and then if it starts to build something for him which i know it's this is based all off of honor and uh honesty but if it does build business for him then we can maybe sit back down and talk about how this could get, this could progress. We just can't sell it short, yeah. though. I feel like you always are like when you like we're getting re- and I do and I do sell getting, myself you always, short. You always do that. But Hannah's you, we the one. That... Like I just, I'll go in with you. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> but, Hannah's the bulldog. Yeah. yeah. So I think it, I think it's smart. Like I I started with uh, product sponsors too, and I, I think that's a great way to start because you're building a community. My whole thing is build a community. I want to get Vancouver out there. I want Vancouver businesses to get out there. I want to go and visit these guys. I yeah. want to drop in with my portable recorder and, and pop in and talk to the dude at the comic book shop that owns the movie theater. Yeah. And because it's like the last of the downtown main street, like it's just that stuff's going away. So I want to talk to those people. And, yeah. And I definitely need Hannah, Hannah in my corner to, uh, to choke the life out of these people so they give like, me some money. This is our reach. <laughs> We're expanding every week. What have you got to lose? Exactly. A dollar or two here. So, I saw an article in the newspaper one day and uh, a new coffee shop was going into downtown Vancouver and I'm a huge coffee fan. And so I was like, wow, that guy's young. He knows what a podcast is, I'm sure. And he was a new business and I rolled in there to buy some coffee and struck up a conversation with him because it was the same dude that was in the newspaper. And I'm like, man, you, same guy. I was like, hey, man, my name's Casey. I do this podcast here in town. And uh, 
give it a listen, see what you think. And if you like it, I think we should team up and do some stuff. All right. Well, I'm going to take, I'm going to take that advice that you just gave me inadvertently and I'm going to use it and say the exact same thing to this guy tomorrow. So hopefully he doesn't listen to this podcast and see that I was going to give him something for free. (laughs) It gets better. It gets better. Check it out. So then um, he goes, well, cool, man. I'll, uh, I'll give it a listen and, and we'll go from there. So I buy my coffee and away I go getting back into my car thinking there's no way in hell he's even going to listen to it and that's going to be that and so he told me to come back on friday and so i came back on that friday i got two steps inside the door he lifted his head up from making the coffee looked at me and he goes casey i'm in i listened to the show i think it's great we should do something awesome email me let's set up a time figure it out and so that's what i did so you know if I need a pound of coffee, if I need a place to go, if I need a brick and mortar to set up something at, if I want to put my own coffee out, I have that ability now. That's awesome. And it was all based on me swallowing my pride and going, I'm going to go in and be proud of what I'm doing for a minute and see what happens. And it turned out to be a great thing. And so I started promoting relevant coffee on the podcast. And then my friend Kelby, who's got Cronin Building Co. and a TV show on HGTV now, he calls me up and says, hey, dude, what's up with this sponsorship? And I was like, yeah, pretty cool, huh? And he goes, why isn't it me? I didn't know there was a sponsorship opportunity. And I was like, if you want to be a sponsor, you're a sponsor. Like, it, you should have just said so. I'm not going to ask you for any money or anything. Yeah. And so I uh, started promoting him, and that's great. He's a former radio sales guy, too, which is nice. Funny. And so, but, like, my, I had a roof repair that needed to be done over my sunroom. He sent two of his dudes out, fixed it for nothing. Like, I mean, he's like, I want to make that. That's my sponsorship payment to you. Thank you for supporting my show. And he sent two dudes up and reroofed part of my house. Like, that, that's what I'm looking for, and that's what I'm looking for in the Midwest. Work. It's a great yeah. opportunity. And I and I need I need Hannah to to reel me in so that yeah, I'm not. Really. <laughs> so it's kind of but, it's a great opportunity. <laughs> We're thinking about advertising. Not, yeah, it's not gimme gimme gimme. It's let's do this thing. Yeah, like, make it happen. Be a part of it. Like yeah. it's it's not all for me. Like it's for us. It's yep. for our, our community. It's it's like to reestablish that. Like it takes a village mentality that we're getting away from. Like, yep. I just want to reinforce community. I yeah. want to be able to have an audience one day that's big enough to where I can go, all right, next month we're having this deal. We're going to have a, a, a big wing ding and, we're, and everybody's going to bring food and it's all going to go to this thing. And I've never been to a it. wing ding. Oh, <laughs> you're on the list. Plus now one. I won't leave. All right. I hate I'm going to, I'm going to bring the, I'm going to bring the whole crew. Cause that's my plan. I want to do a, uh, every year. My hope is to do it around Christmas time, but like a variety show. Do a yeah. live podcast, have some comedians, have some bands, have a great time. All local. You know what I mean? All Sounds awesome. from our community and not because I want to make money, because I want to generate a shitload of food to give somebody. Yeah, that's give awesome. To the food bank, because I want to pay for kids' hot lunches or, or whatever it is. Whatever yeah. the what a squabble is going on, let's just come in, have some fun and pay for it. Sweet. Period. And, and not have a – I don't care about getting rich. I don't care about um, being famous. I want to – I want to have a good time and I want people to get behind it. And hopefully the rest of that stuff falls into place. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, I, I feel if we, if our heart's in the right place and you, you use your skill and your ability to try and create, um, it's going to pay back, man. It already is like, yeah. look, we're on the phone. We're total strangers two weeks ago. And think about how many people are going to hear this conversation. It's, it's unreal, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm so, going to start just texting you on a regular basis and asking questions that about the uh, business opportunities that you've done because that's something that I've wanted to do. Everything you described is stuff that I want to do. I've just never known how to go about doing it. From the most insecure guy, at least on the West Coast, believe in what you're doing. 
And if you believe in what you're doing, other people will believe in it too. Nice. And as soon as I started like going, you know what, this thing's, it's catching on and it's undeniable. Like when the numbers are going up and, and never down and when people that you haven't talked to in five years are now kind of giving you a little bit of action on social media or whatever, or just straight up call you and go, dude, I just heard your podcast. This is fantastic. When did you start doing that? Or seven months down the road, somebody finally accepts that friend request from your show. And you're like, <laughs> what, what, I mean, what and how? And then like you start getting tripped up on that stuff and you go, all right, I just got to let that go and not care. Anymore. Because at the end of the day, it's, it's bigger than the people that I know. I want, I want people that I don't know enjoying it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah, absolutely. I, I'm not selling Cutco knives. Like <laughs> I don't want to work through my family. That exists like, out there too. Yeah, for sure. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, I mean, I just genuinely, and I feel really strongly about it. Like I, I, I can see on a very micro level that it works. Yeah. And so you go, all right, dude, all I got to do is figure out how to, how do I widen the net? And yep. if you can widen the net, it's a winner. It's, there's no question about that anymore. So I feel good. My confidence is getting better and uh, I feel good. And good. to circle back on the support situation, my wife not only downloads every episode, but rides my ass if I don't have a new one up on time. She <laughs> likes to listen to me. Good, day. that's so, good. Uh, on on that front, I'm I'm very lucky to have uh, somebody that gets it and gets that it's part of what makes me tick. And without it, I'd be miserable. So it's a it's a huge blessing, and you know it's it's fun to get a Father's Day gift that is your logo that my daughter painted on a. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, like a wood oval thing. Hell yeah. I should take a picture of it and post it. Uh, Absolutely. But yeah, it, uh, it's been fun. And, yes. And thanks. Thanks for having us on. To, for sure. And not like ride up to ride your guys' coattails or whatever, but like, I just want to celebrate it. I love, I love your go get this and your hustle. And I, people need to know that and realize that that's not, everybody's not working it that hard. Yeah. Everybody's not trying to go, how do I make this? So people will listen to it and not regret it. And you know I, also, I, mean? like, I also want to say to anybody that has asked me to be on their show or be on my show and I've flaked off because I haven't been paying attention to my Twitter or paying attention to my email or something, I apologize. But you as a as a person, you were contacting me. You stayed in touch. I'm really good about responding. I just if it's something that happens while I'm at work, I miss it. But like for you guys, you you definitely message me at the right time. So it must just it might just be a, uh, a or message me, it, get my phone number. Like it might be a geographic slide into thing. Slide my DMs, <laughs> <laughs> ask for my phone number. Exactly. And Look, man i I think we're I think we're kindred spirits a little bit. I think uh, I think I randomly picked your show. And I think that's crazy. Sense. It's crazy you know how that I mean? works. And and I'm going to stay in touch with you, and we'll we'll work some stuff out because I've never been to the West Coast, and I plan on doing it someday. So. Maybe I can drag well, these two out with me. I've ne I've never been to Indiana, so we, uh, it would be fun to do a, a double whammy. Absolutely. But yeah, man. Um, what are we at? Fifty minutes here. I'm sure you guys got stuff to get to. You got any uh, any questions for me? Is there I, like, I, anything I can answer for you? I think it kind of went pretty organically. We kind of asked our stuff as we as we talked. Um, I just want your listeners to know that they can find the show on i or Apple Podcasts at Juice in the Morning. And then you can find Hannah on all social media at Crave Hannah. Crave Hannah. <laughs> and you can find Shane where? Shane underscore and U R I A H on just really Instagram. <laughs> Shane Uriah. And you can find us at VantuckyFriedPodcast.com. We're available at uh, Apple Podcasts. You can also find us 
uh, as part of the uh, the Geeks Worldwide Radio Network. We're uh, we're hosted there, and uh, so you can find us at the GWW.com as well, which has been a huge blessing for us. That's something I wanted to actually mention. Um, getting brought into a network has been a huge coup for us. Yeah, um, it, it got us in front of a whole new group of people. Um, not necessarily. Uh, it, we're just outside the wheelhouse of it a little bit, but just yeah. enough that it works. And um, that's been awesome. So I don't know if uh, an opportunity like that is available and around for you. Yeah. Um, but if it is, I strongly recommend it because it's it, it's just this. People go, oh, you're you're on our you got that shirt on. Cool. High five. Let's get to it. We're going to start retweeting your stuff. Yeah. And that's what and we're it, that's what we're working on here in the uh, in the Greenwood, Indianapolis area is is building that kind of network ourselves. So we're, we're that's a very ambitious, but we're going after it. Well, um, yeah, it's it's cool, and it, it's been a, a huge blessing for us. So it, it kind of got us to go, oh, well, that's actually a real deal. And it put us on uh, SoundCloud, which was another way for people to get to it. And it's it gives us another, what, 40 people a week or whatever listening that weren't there before, which is awesome. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, I'm, I'm all about it. So that's awesome. I appreciate you guys genuinely appreciate for you. Um, taking the time. And it's nice to – Hannah – you're the first smile winner to uh, <laughs> to be a guest as well. So yes. you're going to double this down. And, I, th- uh, I think Shane we- is a uh, good uh, nomination for next week's yeah, smile winner. I nominate Shane. <laughs> and I and before, <laughs> before we wrap it up uh, completely here, I also want to like officially declare you guys as our like, Midwest ambassadors of the Van Tucky Love Podcast. It. Oh, yes. So there's no reason why you shouldn't be that. And um, you may or may not have seen we gave away our first prize pack um, over the weekend or over the last week. And, um, look, man, no response from the winner. <laughs> so uh, I sent, I sent two messages and I said, look, uh, it's here. It's yours. There's no strings attached, no funny business, no flim flams and still nothing. So, uh, I'm going to send it to you guys. Uh, I'm going to send you a pound of, uh, the coffee that I told you about from Mitch down at relevant coffee in uptown Vancouver. So um, look at his website, relevantcoffee.com, and pick out what coffee is currently there now that you want, and I'll pick it up and Sounds get it sent. Awesome. And then I've got awesome. a, uh, a live-edge cutting board from our bros over at, uh, at Cronin Building Co. They, uh, they, they make, they've got a, a gift shop uh, as well on their website. They make some sweet cutting boards and uh, custom knives with knife handles and you know, wooden stuff. Oh, yeah. Wood, woodwork and stuff. So I've got a, a cutting board I'll throw in and send that to you uh, in a uh, – First edition Kentucky Fried Podcast t-shirt. So, Thank you so much, Casey. And as as soon as as soon as I get some more shirts, I'll I'll reciprocate the offer. It's just it's just the fact that uh, I don't have the money to do it. Yeah, that's how it is. I, I, I wouldn't have them either. My mom did it for my birthday. So <laughs> See, my, that's, that's what my what his mom did it for his birthday. So yeah, there's that. Like a, <laughs> Turns well, out, mom's for the win. I think I think we're like long lost brothers yeah. or something like in a <laughs> weird way. Also, get the logo wrong because she was trying to be cute and, and uh, secretive. Almost, almost. almost. Yeah. The, yeah, my the, mom was the my Twitter mom had name the poor on guy the back. working with a JPEG. <laughs> Oh my god, I love that! But uh, once again, thank you for doing the show, yeah, man. It, so it, you literally created—we created a show for you. You created a show for us. It's been a fantastic time talking. I think we're—we've already become best friends. We'll go do karate in, in the, the garage, garage next yeah. time we're in Indiana. I love it, dude. And, uh, <laughs> about it. and if you ever, you guys ever get back out here, I got a—I got a plenty of space in the booth. I got all the mics, and like I said, cokes are a nickel, and there's a there's a cup of nickels right next to it, so you're out. <laughs> Sounds good, man. Thank you for being Thank on. Thank you so much. Thank Bye. you all. Uh, I hope you all stay in touch. Yeah, for sure. <laughs>
hung up on him. Sorry. Asshole. <laughs> See, so so He's that's awesome. that's the running it. that was the running joke for the longest time. I couldn't figure out how to ever hang up on somebody. We messed up. <laughs> and then I just hung up on him. It's, okay, found it out. It's FaceTime. <laughs> it's FaceTime that clicked. Yeah, pre- prematurely hung up on him. But it was a great inter- interview. Um, I loved him being on our show. I loved being on his show. A lot I of can't insight. wait. And um, I I think that he's right, Hannah. Like, I need to work with you on getting that. Uh, let's get something put together to yeah. where I can at least just give somebody something yeah. and tell them, like, hey, this is what we're doing. This is what we want to do. I mean, confidence to everything, too. Just, yeah. I mean, it's got, people throw tons of, like, at dollars at advertising things that don't even get you in front of yeah. that many people. But we have those downloads. And uh, But I want to say thank you, Shane, for being on the show. I appreciate it, man. It's, yes, it's, many it's more always, to come. It's a blast, man. And I, I really do want you to be a part of it as oh, much okay. as you can. I love being here, man. <laughs> and uh, Hannah, thank you for being on as well. You can <laughs> obviously, for the beer. <laughs> you can always find her at Crave Hannah on all social media. <laughs> you can find the podcast at Juice in the AM on Twitter. And then also Juice in the AM on Instagram as well, I think. Mm-hmm. The Instagram's not growing as quickly as the Twitter, but it's also because I don't post a whole lot of pictures on there. So I'm going to start trying to get more pictures. When we're done with this, we're going to take a picture. And then um, I think I just want to tell you guys all to enjoy your week. I think it's going to be a good week. Um, stop taking the taking the excitement out of things. Stop, stop hating things. Don't just, be so sensitive. Just to hate. Don't like, be so sensitive. Um, Speaking of don't be so sensitive, I love my job and it is not a shithole. <laughs> so I just want to throw that out there. Uh, I've worked there for three years and it's awesome. Yeah. But yeah. And you did a great job when I was there last time. Oh, I appreciate it, man. Yeah. yeah you guys were in the conference You wouldn't room. be there for three years if you hated it. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Makes the money for sure. And there. to be honest, like, I mean, I think literally all, all three of us in here have worked in the service industry. And Absolutely. it's, it's a, I think it's a fun time. I mean, there is stuff that sucks about it, but I mean, just like every other job, there is stuff that sucks about your job, but there's also a lot of good things about your job. The thing that I miss the most is just the fun. I feel like, I, I feel like, group. I feel like serving, serving and bartending. I just had fun. So I, I worked so many manual labor jobs and then I became a server and I was like, wow, I can make this much money and being by, a server. Yeah. By being, having a, a smile on your face and yeah. just being and, real. And yeah. not coming home like covered in dirt or like, you know, body tired. aching. Yeah. Like, yeah, isn't sometimes. It, <laughs> yeah. Isn't it hilarious that you probably work with people that have never worked manual labor jobs and then they're like, yeah. oh, this and sucks like, so bad. And they're like, this is bad. the worst thing ever. And you're like, yeah, try doing something ever. Yeah. Try <laughs> pretty much, yeah. Hauling shingles up onto a roof I've done all that. day. I worked in a concrete plant. It's just like, this no. is so much easier. I tell everyone, I'm like, if you can just slightly focus, like serving is the best. It can be challenging. I know and Hannah has a hard time focusing. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, the hardest part for me is just... <laughs> slightly. Use loosely. The, <laughs> slightly. Hardest, the hardest part for me is just like, no matter how bad of a day you've had, you just got to leave that stuff at the door because you're not going to... Not only are you not going to... People are there to make a, you know, have a good time. Yeah. You don't want to ruin that for them. Exactly. Even and like if that's a table. Just exactly, yeah. Leave that... Go. <laughs> I don't want to bum him out, you know, because mm. I'm I got a bad vibe going. <laughs> <in>. <laughs> the the some of my f- most fun days was like coming in after being like hungover, still somewhat drunk from the night before. I used to I used to just bullshit so much with people. My my regulars loved it when I bartended. I'd be like doing shots of just pickle juice. I'm like, let's see how long until I throw up. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but once again, thanks for being on, guys. It's awesome. Just having you two on today has made me already realize that I think this is a good combination because, because we just, we didn't have a plan going in, but it flowed, you know, we went from topic to topic and it wasn't like, 
abrupt stop. Yeah. And um, I, I like what we've got going on. So I want you guys to keep doing it. Keep coming in. Um, the whole month of October, I'm going to be trying to do stuff like creepy stuff. So think of scary stories. Think of ghost stories that maybe you have or somebody else has. Maybe even text your friends and be like, hey, do you guys have any stories? Share them with me. And then um, in a week or two, I got to look at the specific date. We're going to have Sarah Hawking back on, and she is a psychic slash medium. So she's gonna. It's going to be a Monday though, so it's going to be a little bit weird with work and stuff. We'll work okay. out the. We'll work out the um, scheduling. But she is awesome. And if awesome. you guys, if you guys have listened to the episode, she is very good at what she does, and she's going to be actually in person. So she's going to maybe read some stuff for us. Awesome. Yeah. So, um, but she's great and. Um, like I said, the rest of the month of October is going to be that. November is dedicated strictly to football. So, as it um, should be. Paul Lungard will be in. Um, he is a friend of Brian Titus. He's going to be talking fantasy football. A guy that I work with um, is a. I'm going to have to edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> a guy that I work with um, works for uh, Pro Football Focus, and he's also really into fantasy football so we're going to be talking about that also shout out to brian titus i know he listens to almost everyone yes these, and i love that guy and yeah. I, know you, I know you do too good guy good yeah. guy yeah. um we need to get him back on um but yeah so once again enjoy uh your week guys and uh we'll see you next week bye next week what like i think we'll, i think we'll talk <laughs> think shut we'll, it down shut it down shut it down <laughs>